Rumors are flying everywhere about the Pittsburgh Steelers and the potential of trades, of, of Mike Tomlin leaving for other coaching gigs, all sorts of crazy talk. And I call it crazy talk here in the Lockdown Steelers podcast because it ain't going to happen. We're going to address what those rumors are, where they came from, and how they're continuing to grow and why it doesn't make sense that Mike Tomlin's going to leave the Pittsburgh Steelers anytime soon, as well as an, as well as any potential trade talks of Melvin Ingram. I'm Chris Carter here on the Lockdown Steelers podcast, joined today by Tony Sooner for a Tony Tuesday. We thank you for making the Lockdown Steelers podcast your first listen every day as we are free and available on all podcasting platforms. Let's get into it. <laughs> You are Locked On Steelers, your daily Pittsburgh Steelers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose of all things on the Pittsburgh Steelers. It is is Tuesday, but it's not just any Tuesday, because it's time for a Tony Tuesday! What's up, Tony? How you doing? Whoo! It's a conspiracy theory Tony Tuesday, which is my favorite kind. When I heard the news today, Chris, that Mike Tomlin potentially leaving Pittsburgh, well, you know me. <laughs> Ears okay. perked? I'm ready. I'm ready to talk about my favorite subject, just randomly Mike Tomlin getting thrown into opening head coaching vacancies around the nation. Let's do it. I'm excited. This has been a topic that's not new. In fact, years ago, when it was pro pro proposed that Mike Tomlin might be leaving for, for Washington uh, mm -hmm. to join that organization, mm -hmm. uh, and then it was there was the, the hilarious Instagram photo of the, of the Washington logo on an airplane that was landing in the Pittsburgh National International Airport. Yeah. Um, you know, you were on this very show, you know, <laughs> just going over like all in. I bought, I bought, bought all in. in. I was 100% all in. I still believe it. I, we, we don't know how, we don't know yet, Chris, how close. When, when, it we're was gonna like have to three for, years ago, Tom. We're going to have to wait for Mike Tomlin to write his book to see just how close was he really. Was he ready to get on that plane? We'll never know. We'll never yeah, know. yeah, yeah, totally. That's exactly <laughs> what it was. He, he just, something else just, just pulled his heartstrings and he couldn't go with the Washington football team over the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, but, <laughs> Tony, let's let's dive into what this is actually is. So, yeah, yeah, this whole situation with Mike Tomlin, you know, a lot of, you know, the Steeler Nation is divided on Mike Tomlin often. Most of Steeler Nation loves Mike Tomlin. I, yeah. I, I have come to learn that, especially when I go uh, uh, around the country and see people from different regions. But there's there's that there's that growing horde in Pittsburgh that's tired of not winning a Super Bowl every year. Uh, and they think that. Firing Mike Tomlin would solve all those problems and that it would it would create this great opportunity for the Steelers to just win 20 Super Bowls in a row if Mike Tomlin's gone. Yeah. Um, despite him never having a losing season, despite him being one of the best head coaches that, uh, in the NFL, despite the only active NFL head coach with more Super Bowls being Bell, Bill Belichick. Um, and despite him, uh, despite him, you know, actually winning a Super Bowl for Pittsburgh uh, and all that. But. So there's that situation there, and I get that that's part of the tension. But this all starts from my guy, Doug yeah. Lee, who was on this very show just a week ago talking about how the Steelers could shock the world. And Doug Whaley on 93.7 The Fan on Wednesdays with Whaley's, which I suggest you go listen to. It's, a, it's always fun. 
Um, Doug Whaley came on the show and said, you know, he could see Mike Tomlin leaving the Steelers for LSU or USC. Not, not that it would happen, but that he could see that in some alternate universe that it could play out because those are programs that can throw a lot of money at them, uh, mm-hmm. at, at him and could change th- things up. Um, also, you know, some people thinking that the his message would resonate better as a college coach um, and that it would be the perfect timing for him to leave because of Ben Roethlisberger's retirement. Um, so that was how it started. That happened a week ago. It almost brought it up with Brooke Pryor. We both looked at each other and were like, why are we even talking about this? This isn't going to happen. But then it was given even more life when on the Dan Patrick show on Monday, Carson Palmer, former Bengals slash Cardinals quarterback and former quarterback of the USC Trojans, uh, went on the Dan Patrick show and said and, and brought up Mike Tomlin's name as a person who could, quote unquote, could be in the mix mm-hmm. for you for the USC head coaching job. And that's a, and that's one that there's a lot of talk about. Talk about James Franklin, the head coach of Penn State. There's a lot of guys. But, yep. Tony, people need to realize. These are pe- these are all just talking heads just saying, hey, here's a name. Let's put that in there and see what right. happens. And then the wildfires start. Absolutely. Well, and you, by the way, you, you skipped a little part there. The Ryan Clark. Uh, I forgot Ryan up. Clark. Yeah, yeah, Ryan Clark did the whole, I'll raise as much money as it takes to get him to, to LSU. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think he said something something about uh, uh, you ha- he, you throw so much money at him that it would be an insult to Jesus if he didn't take it. That's right. Like, That's it was right. something along exactly. the, that that kind of an offer That's to right. Mike Tomlin. Um, Tony, what, what's your thoughts when you hear this? All stuff? right. All right, let's let's break out of the memes for a second. No conspiracy theories just yet. Just we'll, yet. That's the second we'll, thing. We'll have fun that's with right. conspiracy theory. Talk. We'll stick with what I actually believe, which is what my brain says and now my heart says. We'll go we'll, we'll get to the heart in a second. Look, do I doubt for a second that there are people at LSU, that there are people around the LSU program, the boosters and all of that that want Mike would love Mike Tomlin to be their head coach? Do I do I doubt for a second there are people at USC who would love to see Mike Tomlin leave the Steelers to become the head coach of USC? No, I don't doubt that for one single second. Obviously, Mike Tomlin would probably be a great college coach, and they would and they would be a terrific hire at that level. You would talk about recruiting and all of that. Obviously, kids want to go play for Mike Tomlin. But that's where this again, that's where the conversation should stop, stop and start. Because why would Mike Tomlin want to leave the Steelers right now? Why why is Mike why is Mike Tomlin right now after he just signed an extension yeah. in April of this year? Why is he leaving now? What what happened here? He wants to go to college. This idea of money being for money is the big reason. Yeah. Uh, he's got a guaranteed check coming to fully him. Guaranteed. Fully guaranteed for the next however long he wants to coach. Okay, when he goes to SC, yes, there'll probably be a giant contract, but that contract he could get fired at any moment there, as as he will at LSU. Or remember, they just fired Ed Ogeron two years after winning the national championship. Okay, so very easy for him to get fired there. The Steelers, no matter what fans want, they do not fire coaches. They no. will not, no matter how bad this season goes. You know, let's say the Steelers don't win another game this year. Mike Tomlin's contract is fine. He will yeah. be back, He's and sick. he will likely get extensions beyond this one. So, no, I, I think what's, what's silly about this is that this is being reported as, like, Mike Tomlin wants to leave, where what is happening here, do uh, – do, do, is there the, the thought that, hey, Mike Tomlin will be a great coach with us? Yes, of course he would, but he's not leaving. And that's where I think this conversation should, should start and stop. It, it, exactly. Because here's the bottom line is that, like you said, he's a Super Bowl champion head coach. Yeah. 
on an organization that has had three head coaches since 1969. Chuck Noll stayed on as long as he wanted to. That's right. Bill Cowher stayed on as long as he wanted to. Mike Tomlin will stay on as long as he wants to. And the crazy thing with Bill Cowher, he hadn't even won a Super Bowl until like this, his second to last year coaching the, the, the right. Pittsburgh Steelers. They weren't good because there were calls for his head in 99 and 2000 when they, they missed the playoffs for three straight years, which, yep. by the way, still hasn't happened under Mike Tomlin. There, yeah. were, there were calls for his head then, and the Steelers were like, no, we're giving him extensions. We believe in this guy. We believe in the tone that he sets in the locker room. And if there's nothing else that you could say about Mike Thomas, that the tone he sets is proper. Now, if you have questions about his in-game decisions, sure. If you if you think some of the X's and O's could be better, fine. But you, you've seen this team when they were, what, one and three with a fourth-string quarterback, an undrafted rookie fourth-string quarterback? They should have been buried. They should have been finished. They should have had the top a top five pick, and they somehow found their way back to eight and eight. Why? Because the players believe in what Mike Tomlin is selling. They're right. able to go out and get free agents to come to the team because players across the league believe what mike tomlin is selling heck you just saw aaron Rodgers write a love letter to the man <laughs> about how much he lo- he's never he's never been been with mike tomlin but he loves right. him so all much. he hears is great things yeah all he hears is great things. so why would you get rid of that coach for anything like that and and, and again if this is about mike tomlin why would mike tomlin leave the most secure job maybe the most secure job the in most. all of sports the most yeah, it, 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 where you could hit you as as long as he stays out of scandals, he is fine for the for the rest of his career. He could be he could coach into his seventies, and he would still be the the Pittsburgh Steelers head coach. That that is the bottom line here. You know, I, I get this. People that, that it's the bye week. We wanted to draw 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 up some stuff. Yeah. And to be fair, I'm, I don't put this on Doug Whaley or Carson Palmer because I think someone asked him a question. They were like, you know, I've heard this name, blah blah blah, and and, right. and that's right. about it. And then Ryan Clark is going to be hilarious. Ryan Clark on ESPN, and he's an LSU yeah. guy. I get that, but the people that are trying to put actual weight behind this, just stop. Right. You know who would you know who we would hear if, if this were an actual thing where, where Tomlin were actually considering either of these jobs, we would hear from it from Jay Glazer. Okay. Right. We would hear from it Very good from point. Jay Glazer. Jay Glazer's not the last report we have of Mike Tomlin from Jay Glazer is what? That that Mike Tomlin, when considering life after Ben Roethlisberger, wants a veteran, not a rookie. Okay, that's what he wants. So that same coach who we're supposed to believe. Wants out of this thing. He wants. Hey, he wants out of here. He he doesn't want to live without Ben Roethlisberger. He doesn't want that life. The report we have from Jay Glazer, who is the most, who's the closest reporter to Mike Tomlin, says he's already thinking about life beyond Ben, and that life involves a veteran quarterback, not a rookie. There it is. It's over. Right. I mean, again, yeah. LSU wants Tomlin to be the coach. Of course, I'm sure that they would. Yes, USC wants Tomlin to be their coach. Sure, I'm sure that they do. But when we when we hear that Mike Tomlin wants to leave. That's when this becomes a story, not before that. Right, I, I, I'm I'm right with you, Tony. This is um, this this is this is this is just a lot of stuff that's getting churned up. You know, I, I think it's funnier as a joke, I, I, which is why we're gonna play a joke on it in the next segment. Um, can't wait, can't the, well, wait, can't wait to contradict myself nine thousand times here in about two minutes. <laughs> in a, in Get about, ready in about two minutes, right here on the Locked On Steelers <laughs> podcast. Um, but but in but in all seriousness. Um, you know, I, I do think that, you know, the point is, is that people are going to float names. It's just yes. it's how this whole thing's worked. One of my favorite tweets about this was Brooke Pryor of ESPN, who I said we didn't want to talk about this last week when it first came up. You know, she retweeted the Dan Patrick show tweet about Mike Tomlin being in the mix here. And she said, quote, sure, his name could be in the mix, just like Bill Belichick, John Harbaugh, Andy Reid, 
and Sean McVay's could also be in the mix. I'm sure that everyone wants an NFL head coach who's done very well and won or been to a Super Bowl, but there's just some things that aren't going to happen. So people need to stop it. So Steelers fans, if you're out there saying that you, you can't, but why is this happening? Just realize it's just it's it's nonsense. It's not idle real. speculation. It's idle and speculation. It's, and, that's and, all it is. And, and that all that's all it is. But Tony's conspiracy theory, Tony. He's he's coming with a lot of these tinfoil hat, Tony. Excuse me, that's your that's your correct name. That's we're right. going to we're going to address that in just a minute here. But first, I got to tell you guys about Get Upside. Hey, Steelers fans, this is Chris Carter with an incredible incredible app. Everyone who buys gas needs to know about. It's called Get Upside. My listeners are making up to twenty five cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use promo code Touchdown to get a bonus twenty five cents per gallon on your first fill up. That's up to fifty cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back by using GetUpside. Just download the app for free and use promo code TOUCHDOWN to get up to 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two or $300 a month in cash back, so there's no catch. The cash back gets added right to your account. You can cash out at any time to your bank account, PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code TOUCHDOWN to get up to 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first on your on your first tank. That's promo code TOUCHDOWN here on the Locked On Steelers podcast. Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily show on the Pittsburgh Steelers on a Tony Tuesday with Tony Serino. Remember, you can download this show on YouTube or you go download the show on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey. You can watch this show on YouTube. Be sure to like our other video on YouTube and subscribe to our YouTube channel. It really helps us out. Leave us a five-star rating on Apple. That also helps us out with a positive comment. You get shout-outs at the end of the show for that. All right. All right, Tony. Yeah. We, we, we held you back. Where's your tin? What does your tinfoil hat say? Actually, say now that you're, yeah, now that we've yeah. gotten the logical thoughts yeah. out about it. Forget the moron that in that first segment you were interviewing. That guy's an idiot. He doesn't know <laughs> what he's talking about whatsoever. Let's talk about why Mike Tomlin wants to leave the city of Pittsburgh. So let's start with that Jay Glazer report because Jay Glazer reported what that Mike Tomlin, when he thinks about life without Ben Roethlisberger, he wants a veteran quarterback. Well, that doesn't mean Art Rooney wants that. That doesn't mean that whoever's going to be the general manager next year wants that. That doesn't mean that Mike Tomlin is going to get what he wants. Mike Tomlin may want a veteran quarterback. That doesn't mean anyone else in the organization feels the same way. And so if Mike Tomlin wants that guy, and says, look, I'm not ready to build, build around a, a young guy here, and maybe the guys above me do, you know, whoever's going to be general manager next year, whether it's Kevin Colbert, whether it's someone else, maybe that guy wants a young guy, and Tomlin doesn't. And he sees, eh, you know what, maybe I want out. Because guess who does want out right now, Chris? Kevin Colbert absolutely wants out of Pittsburgh when Ben Roethlisberger is done. So these two guys have worked together for a very, very long time, the entirety of Mike Tomlin's career. Kevin Colbert is going to be gone next year. So that that's one half of the kind of you know, this, this triumvirate in uh, in Pittsburgh. When, it, when you go to Art Rooney, Mike Tomlin, Kevin Colbert, the three that run this organization. I believe Keith Butler also, there's been this rumor that Keith Butler may be gone after this year. He's on a one-year one deal. The kind, the kind of Kevin Colbert, hey, let's just play this thing out. I, you know what? There's a part of me here, Chris, where I get it. What is life going to be like here after Ben Roethlisberger? What is the natural ending point for Mike Tomlin? What was the natural ending point for Bill Cowher? Bill Cowher, the end of his time, won a Super Bowl. All right, you know what? He had some family stuff to deal with. Made sense for him to leave the organization. Mike Tomlin, 
at the end of Ben Roethlisberger here. Does he want to stick around till the end? And what is the what is the afterlife of Ben Roethlisberger look like? Starting to look like the guy from Always Sunny when he's like doing all the dots. <laughs> Let's draw all the dots. Like... Let's draw all the dots. What does Mike Tomlin? What does Mike Tomlin want to do after this? Does he want this challenge? Is this the next challenge of his career? Is he signing up for that? I know he signed the contract extension this year, but he kind of didn't have a choice. He was either going to be a lame duck or sign this contract. He kind of had to sign the, the extension once Ben Roethlisberger said he was back. So, yeah, I, you know what? There is a tinfoil hat side of me, Chris, that would say, you know what? My, I could see Mike Tomlin leaving on this. It is the same idle speculation that, that Carson Palmer or that, that Ryan Clark or Doug Whaley are doing. But, but the reason why people are saying this about Mike Tomlin, they're not saying this about Sean McVay, and they're not saying this about Bill Belichick, why is all that? those guys have stable positions. They all have stable positions in which the, their future is kind of known. Bill Belichick has a post Tom Brady in Mac Jones. Sean McVay just got Matt Stafford, Mike Tomlin, and what the future of the Steeler team is. Look, the future, what what this team's going to look like two, three years from now, it is a massively open question. That's it. That's it. Yeah. That 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 that's that, that, my that, that's yeah. the theory. That's the conspiracy theory. I mean, that's listen. It's the exact same conspiracy theory that brings Carson Palmer to bring up Mike Tomlin's name. It's the same one that means that Doug Whaley says that. Look, look. It's not a great. It's not. It's not a. It's not a great one. But, it's not a great. Uh, <laughs> you know. To say the least, Tony. Um, but uh, again, addressing this further is also looking. So, okay, let's let's take a step back. It, it was the bye week. I know Steelers, some Steelers fans are yeah. out there like, listen, we got a game this week. It's the Browns. We're getting to that in the third segment. We, and we will get into that for the rest of the week. Trust yeah. me. Uh, but, uh, you know, I wanted to take some time to address this because uh, Mike Tomlin talks on Tuesday, by the way. And I I promise you, I won't ask that question. But if you get that, ask, ask that question. It's he's going to brush it off. He is going to, I mean, not, I, I Brooke Pryor and I were talking about this today when we were at, or, or Monday, excuse me, when we were at Steelers practice. And um, uh, we were like, if someone asked a question, Mike Tomlin's response might just, might just be bursting out into spontaneous laughter for like 30 seconds, not right. addressing the question and just looking at the, at the camera. And I am like, that's it. Like, just like, like, <laughs> yeah. And then, and then just not answer your question. If you ask him about this, because, because right. it's a joke, it's just, it's not going to happen. Uh, and here's well, he thing. certainly hasn't. I mean, it's certainly not something that's on his mind right now. Right. He I mean, he's in the middle care. of the season. If this yeah. was going to happen, it would happen far closer to the end of the year. Yeah. It, 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 okay. Just don't even give light to it. Don't even give light to it. But I, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. The other thing is when you look at the team, the team and how it's constructed. Yes. Ben Roethlisberger is, is most likely gone next year. And the, there's a vacuum at quarterback and they got to figure that out. And that's going to take either a draft pick or money or something to fill, to fill in that void. But, this defense has several young pieces that I think Mike Tomlin is very excited to build with. He loves him some TJ Watt. I mean, just look back to when TJ Watt signed a contract and Mike Tomlin in the corner, like, mm-hmm. I get mm-hmm. this guy for like five more years, baby. Like, you think he's going to pass that up? He's got Minka Fitzpatrick. He's excited about Devin Bush. He knows that he's got Cam Hayward for a couple more years. He knows he's he's got young guys coming up. He's got he's still got he's got Najee Harris. He loves Najee Harris. He has a lot of young offensive linemen. Pat Fryermuth. There's a lot of there's a lot of young pieces on this team. Will it need a quarterback in the future years? Yes, but that's the thing. I think you put a quarterback on that team. They're bad. Well, they're also going, but they're also but they're also going to need a general manager. To uh, work alongside. You know, that, that's the that that's that's and the who's that's that gonna be? And does he is does he get say in that? Right. Again, you know, he him and Kevin Colbert have a great, great 
relationship. So, so from what I understand, Brandon Hunt would be next in line there, and he's been okay. with the Steelers for a long time. Yeah, um, I've heard I heard him speak at a Bill Nunn event, and he shared several stories about who Bill Nunn was and how mm-hmm. he learned from him for a very long time. Um, from from all the people that I talked to about who understands the the inner workings of the Steelers front office, Brandon Hunt, it, it would kind of just be like. Kevin Colbert just handing it off to the guy that basically operates the way they the way that he's taught over the years. So yeah. that's the thing. The Steelers get stability. Like, you know, when, when, when Coward passed it off to Tomlin, there were certain stylistic changes, but the Steelers kept being competitive. Like they normally were. It's, 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 it's how they operate, you know? So that that's the whole thing here. I don't think. But the last time a Steelers uh, head coach nearly left the, his position, it was Bill Cower, and it was because of a power vacuum between him and the then general manager. Well, yeah, and he wasn't even ge- the official general manager. He was like, yeah, director of player director personnel. Or, yeah, something, something like that. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. but but and there was there was a power struggle there. But Mike Tomlin has been known for a guy that's not here for power struggles. Like, right. you, know, you don't see the moments like with Hugh Jackson on Hard Knocks where he's like, you know, I'm sitting in this chair, and he has to tell Todd Haley. You know, again, Todd Haley went from the Steelers where he was an offensive coordinator for years, never complained about nothing. You, you know, you know, there was always rumors about being out a live wire don't you dare oh i remember there is no there is a todd haley conspiracy wasn't there a report oh i wish i had this wasn't there a report that tomlin wanted haley back and art rooney said no because he because he didn't he didn't like uh he didn't like haley or no that was bruce arians that was bruce arians that was bruce Bruce arians i was gonna say i was gonna say i don't think that was todd haley um but you were close i think you you were looking well you know still him and tomlin and art rooney did they get along but, Can I start that but, rumor today? There was nothing. Mike sorry. Tomlin hates Art Rooney. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. See, no, see, no, I'm not saying that. This is the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm Chris Carter. He's Tony Serino. Not me. He's saying that. I'm pointing the wrong way. He's saying that. There we go. I got to remember to point in the mirror direction. Start that rumor um, on Twitter. Remind me after the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, uh, just don't. Tony, I, you know, if, if someone comes to you in the middle of the night and, and it's like the Steelers Secret Service, uh-huh. I'm sorry, man. You know, so I'm not we got, we got, well, that's, well, that's the thing, Chris. We're getting too close to the truth. I'm, I'm I'm about to be like Mr. Incredible. He's not affiliated with me. Yeah. Like, 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 that's ridiculous. Anyways, let's get to some actual current yeah, Steelers yeah, talk. We'll talk about the defense because that's a big question for this Browns game. But first, I got to tell you guys about Bet Online. It's that time of the year again, and all eyes now turn to football as teams are back on the gridiron with the football season well underway. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, you can see even more odds, props, and contests. The Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use the promo code Locked On. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, Locked On, all capital letters, all one word, to receive your 50% welcome bonus. You can bet on things like who will be the new USC head coach, who will be the next NFL head coach to get fired. If you bet John Gruden at the start of the season, you would have won a lot of money. Is it going to be Urban Meyer? Who knows? But you can bet on all those things at Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports, from football to basketball to boxing, right down to horse racing. Don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season at Bet Online, where the game starts. We're also brought to you by RockAuto.com. Save time and money by using RockAuto.com. Why should you just spend 30%, 50%, or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership for example a honda odyssey fuel pump is 353 dollars from a chain store but 216 dollars from a from rock auto rock auto is a family-owned business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years rock auto's prices are reliably low for every customer they have everything you could need from brake parts to tail lamps to motor oil and even new carpet 
Go explore explore their easy-to-use website today to find a solution for your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck, right? Locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Spock? So that they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliable little prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com today and tell them that Locked On sent you. Now, Tony, as always, when we do back-to-back ad reads, we keep it rolling here in the Locked On Steelers podcast. Let's wrap it up strong, though. We got to talk about this run defense. That's going to be a big You want to talk about actual football today? Yeah, actual football, not rumor, (laughs) conspiracy, nonsense. Um, But, uh, you know, we we, let's get into this. Now, the Steelers, they gave up, what, 120 or some yards to Alex Collins, a backup running back for the Seahawks two weeks ago. It was in one quarter, really. Yeah. It was just the third quarter. Um, And there's a lot of questions, of course, going into the bye week. You still don't know if. Stephon to it's ever coming back this season. You don't know what's going on there. Carlos yeah. Davis is the mystery. There's all sorts of questions. Um, and so now you're about to face the Cleveland Browns, who even without some of their starting offensive linemen, even without Nick Chubb, even without Kareem Hunt, still bullied the Broncos defensive line and ran all over them with a guy named Dearness Johnson, who we yeah. never heard of before that game. Um, but now you face that group that's been very good at running the football. They crushed you in the playoffs last year, and your their biggest strength is right now a weakness that has been put on tape for you. Now, I, I talked to Chris Wormley on Monday at the Steelers training facility. He said a lot of it is communication, being in the right spot, right time, lining up in the right gaps, understanding what your responsibility is, yada, yada, yada. I get it. But if you if you don't come correct, you're going to get bullied by this team. Yeah. Is this something you see as fixable before Sunday when they play the Browns? Or do you think this is a major red flag problem that is going to be their doom? Yeah, it's, uh, that, that is the question of the week, isn't it? I mean, it, you know, that Seahawks game was a disaster. Um, I, I think that it is fixable. And I think it's fixable in this way. You know, you look at, uh, I talked about this on AFC North Talk a little bit. You look at these teams in the AFC now, especially guys, teams like the Broncos and the Chargers, these teams that like staying too high, you know, they kind of dare you to run on them. Yes. The, the lack of success they've had with that strategy against fellow AFC North teams here. Not good. Not good. The Broncos certainly tried that, and it did not work against Dearness Johnson. The Steelers tried this, though, uh, you know, against Alex Collins and that Seahawks team, right? You know, staying in, in a little bit too much, too high, not wanting to bring a safety down. And then, you know, gap assignments were a big issue up front. And it was just, you know, until the Steelers kind of changed schematically, it, it was just, an, you know, it was, an, uh, it was open season on the Steelers' run defense. So I think just schematically, like, I think the Steelers need to come out in this game and they have to, whether it's Baker Mayfield, whether it's Case Keenum, I think. Steeler fans can all agree. You'd much rather, okay, you know what? If Baker Mayfield's going to go out there, if Case Keenum's going to go out there, if they're going to if they're going to light up this Steeler secondary, fine. Let that happen. But do not, do not let Nick Chubb or Dearness Johnson or whoever it's going to be in this game, do not let that be. Do not let this be a game where they're giving up another 150 or so exactly. yards, you know, or 200. Um, yeah, I, I, look, I do think it's fixable because I think schematically there are some things that they can that they can clean up. But certainly personnel wise up front, I mean, they just have to be better. Now, the nice thing is they've had the last week. I mean, they, this is a team that's had to dwell on this for a week. That defensive line had to watch that tape, you know, probably extensively over these uh, over these past two weeks. I do think it's fixable. And I, and I expect that the Steeler team, we've seen the Steeler team play certainly above the line, as Mike Tomlin would say, in run defense. I expect that level of play on Sunday. That's what that's what I expect, too. They're going to put a much more biggest, much, much bigger emphasis. And here, here's the other thing behind that. Like you said, you're dealing with either Baker Mayfield or Case Keenum. Yeah. What the Steelers were protecting against for most of that Seahawks game, especially in those two touchdown drives, because it was only two touchdown drives that they yeah. gave up. What they were protecting against was Geno Smith just hurling a deep ball because Geno Smith, not an accurate quarterback, 
but one who still does have an NFL arm who can launch the ball and let DK Metcalf get under it. Yep. Case Keenum doesn't have that. He, he, no, no. He ain't that guy. Baker Mayfield doesn't have that. Especially well, Baker Mayfield's got a cannon. He's got a cannon. Outside the numbers, deep ball cannon. Okay, he's got a cannon, but he's not accurate anymore because he's got that injury, which was just... Even when he didn't have the injury, you weren't scared of him throwing outside the numbers deep down the field. Uh, no, I think, well, wasn't he the most accurate deep ball guy last year? I believe, I believe by PFF's numbers, he was the, he had, he had the highest per, uh, completion percentage on deep passes over the middle of the field, not outside the numbers gotcha. when, he, when he had, when, okay, here's my thing. Are you legit? The way that he has played this year, you watch that Vikings game. Are oh, you I'm not scared oh, of, him, not, are you, of him throwing a deep ball on you right now? Oh, abs- right now. Absolutely not. Absolutely yeah. not. Yeah, even when he's been at his best, that that's never been his strength. His strength is run pass option. I catch you over the middle napping. I play off my run game, and then I hit, I hit you with accurate passes there. There, right. that's where Baker Mayfield's at his best. But if you start asking him to throw 50, 50 balls, fifty yards down the sideline, you're asking for him to throw interceptions. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I'm not saying he doesn't have a cannon. He does. He, he does have an arm, but that's not his strength, and, and that's why this Browns have been successful with Kevin Stefanski is because he realized that's not his strength. Let's play to his strengths. Um. But in this situation, if you're the Steelers, like again, like I said, back with the Seahawks, they kept two safeties back because they said, listen, we're not scared of Geno Smith. We're scared of DK Metcalf because that mm-hmm. guy's killing us. It's, it's killing everybody. You know, and they don't want to give up the deep ball. In this game, you're most likely facing Case Keenum or an injured Baker Mayfield. The guy that you're worried about hitting you deep down the sidelines is Odell Beckham Jr. They've shown they don't know how to use Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> it's actually Donovan Peoples-Jones. <laughs> and then Donovan Peoples-Jones, Donovan Peoples-Jones is, is their best receiver. They just right. don't know it yet. Yeah, and that's then that's the crazy part. Yeah. Um, but you're in a situation where you say, you know what? I, like you said, I'm willing to gamble that Baker Mayfield, that Ch- that Case Keenum, that yep. one of those guys will not be able to hit the deep ball, and or, you know, or if they try that, that you'll have a better chance of intercepting those passes. And I would fully expect the Steelers to load up the box to have their safeties, their their slot corners, whoever, focusing on, hey, your job this week, shut down the run and the Steelers they have done a very good job of taking away teams top priorities Darren Waller not a factor for the Raiders even though that they won Tyler Boyd wasn't a factor for the Bengals even though they won um now now they, they'd probably say that Jamar Chase is their biggest threat I think that will change in the second game we'll see about that yeah Devontae Adams not a huge factor even though the the, the, the Packers won uh Stephon Diggs the Steelers won and he wasn't a big factor in that game um yeah. you know and, and you know Noah Fitt wasn't a big factor for the Broncos and for the Seahawks. DK Metcalf was a big factor. Now the big factor is the Browns run game. It's not a receiver. It's not a deep threat. It's taking away the, the, you know, the running success that they've had. This will be a true test to see, can the Steelers defensive front win despite Tyson Lulu being out despite Stefan Tuitt being out. We'll see if Carlos Davis is able to come back. If they can win in this situation, when they're keying in on this, I think it gives them some really good chances throughout the rest of the year. But, it's definitely going to be the thing to watch defensively this week to see if they can bounce back. Yeah, no doubt about it. I think the other, the other one other thing to touch on here real quick is that kind of the the you know the rollout, the backside play action that they love to run. The yes. discipline, yes, the discipline of that is going to need discipline to be there. One of the saw, edges is going to be big. Yeah, you you saw Case Keenum. That was a big part of their success was being you know I think that was their first play from scrimmage was a little rollout uh, to the tight end. So making sure that this team is is again aggressive to the run, but disciplined enough to have that backside covered. Um, going to be a big deal. It's a, it's a Never. tough test. I mean, look, this is a weirdly tough test for this defense. I know that, you know, Case Keenum doesn't feel like the biggest test, but this is a real big test for where this team is right now defensively, um, considering what we just watched them do against Seattle. 
it's going to be a big question uh, for those defensive, those edge rushers. They got to stay as deep as the deepest man. They can't get beat on and caught off guard in situations when you're, if you got, if you got responsibilities on a tight end, they're trying to cross your face. Don't let them cross your face, run with them, do what you got to do, control your point, your, your point of attack, but also make sure that you're not letting the guy run past you for an easy game. Lots of fundamentals, lots of things to break down. We'll continue to do that right here on the Lockdown Steelers podcast all the way leading up to the big game against the Cleveland Browns this weekend. Tony, thanks so much for joining us, man. We always have fun when you're on the show. Let people know I can find you, follow you, and get more of your work. Yeah, one, one thing I want to point out, Andrew Filipponi just tweeted uh, as, as we're talking oh, here, Chris, no. about, the, about this Mike Tomlin situation. Here's what he has to say. He says, okay. Mike Tomlin can end college job speculation by saying at his press conference that he'd never leave the Steelers for a college gig. That would put everything to rest. Yes, Andrew, because as we all know, once a coach says he's not leaving, they've never <laughs> left after that. That's never yeah, happened. Yeah. That's totally so. So, yeah, yeah, I think that would definitely put an end to the speculation. Okay, anyway, you guys can follow me on Twitter at Steeler Country. You can find me on YouTube. I host a co-host a show called AFC North Talk. It is a roundtable show all about the AFC North. Tune in uh, both Tuesdays and Fridays. On Friday, we're going to be previewing that Steelers and Browns game. And then, of course, you can find me here every Tuesday with my friend Chris here on Locked on Steelers. Absolutely. We love having you here, Tony. Thanks so much for all the great work that you do um, for us. And do check out AFC North Talk. It is a hilarious show. It is a fun show. It is full of guys from all the different teams. If you ever wanted to see four guys arguing about their favorite teams and they're representing all the different AFC North teams, uh, do do join that show. They are a, they are a fun group to watch. I've watched if, them multiple times. If you want to see uh, how excited Bengals fans are, tune into tune into today's show. As you're listening to this on Tuesday, we're going to be doing a live show tonight. Bengals fans are through the moon. You can't you can't imagine what you Bengals can't. fans are. I mean, it's it's going to be an incredible show. Give it we're going to be diving through tables. The Bills fans are going to be like, "You took that from us." All right, now can I spoil everyone here? Because I have a take on the oh, Bengals. I think oh. they're fake. I think the Bengals are fake. I don't. Yeah, yeah. No, no. And That's I, 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 conspiracy theory, Tony. We yeah, need to hear. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, the Bengals are fake good. No, and I, I, in watching that game against the Ravens, I, my first thought was, "Wow, man, the Bengals have really arrived." But then, in thinking about it more and how they're winning, he's got a big play every every play. So it's just strange, you know. Jamar Chase just pulls this big play out of his ass every single play. Okay, yeah. Let's see if they let's see if that just continues all throughout the entirety of uh, the season. Wow, you're just gonna pull out 80 yard touchdowns wow. every single week to get them out of to get them out of uh, trouble. Okay, yeah. Good luck with that for the rest of the season. We'll Listen, see how that works. I, I do think the Bengals are a very young team, and young teams are often susceptible to roller coaster type seasons. Mm-hmm. I will not go as far as saying that they're they're uh, they're fake, uh, but I will go as far as say is I'd like to see them keep it up um, to see if they could do that. Um, I'd like their to defense see, is legit. Their, their, defense, de- is their legit. defense is what has been has been no, the most serious is- for me. Like, I think no. that they've they've taken serious strides there. Zach Taylor deserves all the credit that he's done to put that team yeah. together because there was talks of him being gone at the end of last season. We will see how that plays out because the Bengals are serious. But go again, join well, you know, join the AFC North talk. Uh, it's it's a lot of fun there. I'm Chris Carter here on the Lockdown Steelers pod- podcast. You can get you can listen or watch this show Monday through Friday on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, and of course YouTube. So subscribe to our YouTube channel, like this video if you enjoyed it. Thanks again. If you've enjoyed the show, we'll have Adam Bittner on from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette tomorrow right here on the Locked On Steelers podcast.